condition is sin. Here is the illness, the sickness, affliction so erotic, sickness so hypnotic, desire in this virus, even though we know it's toxic. Godless, hollow in the gods that is counterfeit. We live from the party of the dealing with toxic. The darkness is flowing from my nostrils. We're so psychotic, we still partying like we not sick. YOLO, homie, so pour another glass. Roll another one up.
time it is. Questions later. Sorry. We're meeting here at the church at 9.30. If you don't have a ride, all that, just meet here and we'll, we'll, we'll get you in cars and we'll send you out. So we want all of you guys to be there. I'm going to be there. I know a lot of our leaders, of our students will be here. In my Created the stars, planets like ours, Pluto and Mars. You need the proof, though, the truth is so in the art. This the living God that I serve. Made everything in a minute with a single word. If you take a care of the peace and even the birth, if it's every take a care of the people of greater work. Don't you see our sin brought a curse? Christ redeemed us. Now I know my prayers work since we believe he interceded. We are soldiers in army. Our sergeant is he. Our weapons are not carnal. Yo, we start on our knees. We are a movement of the young. On fire and we zealous for the honor of our father that's in heaven. Bring him in my
tired of praying, I just ramble off with a wish list. Make us still and listen, give us holy ambitions. We're called and commissioned, your work here isn't finished. While we're living, then we'll never ever fit in. Misfits, blessing those who hate us, praise you in our affliction. The way they see us, love one another is our distinction. They take you off our dollars and out the pledge of allegiance, but they'll never take praise out the mouth of believers in my door for God You think being meek is weak, huh? Try being meek for a week. Ain't that right, Shaq? Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Amen. I go by Katie the second letter, but my name is the second letter. Give me a second. I bring you from Katie the second Adam. For his favor, I'm up in Alright guys, let's get ready for worship. You can come on up to the front. Don't get too comfortable. Come on up.
One, two, one, two, one, two. Y'all hear me out there? Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. This is time for worship, y'all. This is going to go old school. How many of y'all remember the song, Freedom? Not Freedom Reigns. Not that song. I am free. How many of y'all remember the song, Free to Run? Yep, that's the one. All right, all right. If you guys haven't noticed, um, this Sunday is that we have some crazy things God is doing in our church and people's lives. Um, there's a baptism tank right there, y'all, okay? Um, yeah. So people are going to get baptized this Sunday. Come on, let's give it up for the Lord. Come on, yeah, that's good. So the reason why I'm mentioning that is I don't want you guys running into it, jumping into it like you guys are getting crazy. Let's jump into that. No bueno. Don't <laughs> We're crazy for Jesus jumping in. Yeah, that's not, not a good idea. So you guys... We're going to run around this church, so go ahead and um, tie your shoes. Yep, tie them, tie them. Get ready to run. You can run in place. you ready? Here we go. Let me sing through you. Here we go. With through you the blind will see. Sing it out. With through you the mute will sing. With through you the dead will rise. With through you our hearts will praise. With through you the darkness flees. With through you my heart screams I am free. We'll sing it again through you. Through you the blind will see. Sing it out. Through you the dead will rise. Through you our hearts will praise. Through you the darkness flees. Through you my heart sings, I am free. Yes, I am free. Here we go. Yes, I am free to run. Yes, I am free to dance. Yes, I am free to live for you. Yes, I am free to live for you. Yes, I am free. Come on, put your hands together. Come on, sing. Through you, the kingdom comes. Through you, the kingdom comes. With through you, the battles won. With through you, I'm not afraid. With through you, the price is paid. With through you, this victory. Because of you, my heart says I am free. Yes, I am free. Here we go. I am free to run. I am free to run. Yes, I am free to dance. Yes, I am free to live for you. Yes, I am free to live for you. Yes, I am free. Come on, just a voice singing. I'm free to run. Here we go. Yes, I am free to run. Run. I am free to run. Yes, I am free to dance. Yes, I am free 
Yes, I am free to live for you. I am free to live for you. Yes, I am free. Yes, I am free. One more time, I'm free to run. Yes, I am free to run. Yes, I am free to dance. Yes, I am free to live for you. Yes, I am free to live for you. Yes, I am. Come on, can we get a shout of praise for the Lord here tonight? Come on. Okay. Can we get a shout of praise for the Lord? Some of y'all like. Come on, can we get a shout of praise? And sometimes you're going to have to sacrifice. Like, man, I don't feel like shouting, but all right, all right. We shout, we shout. Yeah, yeah. God's worthy of it. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, with all eyes closed in this place. Come on. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into our hearts this, at this time right now. Father, Lord, we know that you're here. We know that your presence is here. God, help us to have the faith to believe that, Lord, that your spirit is moving in power at this moment. That, God, as we offer up you songs, God, as we worship you, Lord, that, God, your presence would fall down on this place. God, that your glory would fall down on this place, O oh Lord. God, we seek your face and not your hand. We seek who you are, Jesus. place. 
showers of mercy and grace they are falling on every face there is freedom Are you thirsty? say come on if you're filled with the holy spirit in this place come on just begin to speaking in tongues we believe in the baptism of the holy spirit come on holy spirit you are here 
Come on, just let him feel you tonight. Oh, fill us with the passion, oh Lord. Come on, sing free to raise. In freedom reigns in this place. Your showers of mercy and grace. Falling on every face. do something right now. Can I have um, one of the leaders go back there and just bring the oil. Bring, Come on, bring it to the front. We're going to pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit in this place. Come on. And as we prepare our hearts, as we prepare ourselves for just the Lord to just come and baptize us in fire right now. I want you guys to just search your heart right now. Come on, is Jesus the object of your life? Is Jesus the center of it all? Is Jesus the reason that you're here? Come on. I'm going to have some of my two-on-one leaders come line up at the front. Come on, we have Christina. Come on, you join up. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what we're going to do here tonight. We believe in a God that, that moves in power, okay? And sometimes we don't understand everything that goes on. What, you know, God, why do you got to do things like this? And one of the things that may seem like is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. God, he comes and he moves in power. And he says, man, I'm going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit, God in us. Amen. And so tonight, here's what we're going to do. We believe that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is a baptism of fire. Come on, it's not something that we fake. It's not something that I just, I'm doing this because my church wants me to do. It's because God moves in your life. He comes down and moves upon your life. And what happens is, is that you start speaking in tongues. It doesn't mean you're speaking in Spanish. It doesn't mean you're speaking in another language, your French class, none of that. It means that God is baptizing you with a language from heaven. Well, Pastor Adam, I don't understand. It sounds like gibberish. That's just like that's, that's the Lord. And you feel fire. You feel the Lord just going through your body, right? That's God, amen? So we believe that God baptizes his people, amen, to live for him, to be a witness on this earth. And so we believe your leaders up here have been baptized in the spirit and they want to pray for you. 
when you guys can pass the oil around, just, just dab your hands with some oil, and we're going to lay hands on you guys here tonight. Before we do this, here's what we're going to do. There's some things that can hinder the Lord from moving. Amen. It can be our own sin. It can be our own conscience. It can, it can just be us. And so right now, we're just going to close our eyes all across this place. Hallelujah. Come on. Holy Spirit of God. We don't dare move in a service, God, if you're not invited. And so, Holy Spirit, we know that you move in power. And God, we ask for a baptism of fire across this place. Come on, if, if you're waiting to be prayed for, if you say, man, I want this, I just want you to search your heart. If there's things you want to repent for, come on, you can go ahead and say, Lord, I repent for my sin. I repent for my pride. God, I repent for my thoughts. God, I repent for my selfish ambition. Come on, whatever it is right now, you can start repenting of the Lord because we're going to pray for you and nothing's going to hold you back. The Holy Spirit's going to come upon you. We believe that you're going to come out of here. The Lord is going to just baptize you, and you're never going to be the same. Amen? So come on right now as the band just begins to play softly in the back. I just want you guys to begin to pray and prepare your hearts. Come on, Holy Spirit. We want more of you. We want more of you. We want more of you. Come on. Just if you all that's that, that's all that you can say, just say, Holy Spirit, we want more of you, God. I want to know you more than what I do right now. Holy Spirit, come and have your way. Come on, if I can have my leaders up here, just begin to prepare your hearts and your spirit. Just begin to speak in tongues. Here tonight, let there be an outpouring of your spirit, God. Let there be an outpouring on this generation, oh Lord. Start with us here tonight. you guys just begin to come up to a leader at this point in time if you want to be filled with the holy spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues come on find a leader up here and begin to pray for you Across this place right now, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit of the Lord. Power, power, power.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Go on, keep on praying, keep on praying, leaders. I'm just going to help lead you. We want you guys not to walk out of here based off of emotion, based off of the goosebumps or the band going loud. There's a Holy Spirit that wants to baptize you here tonight. But we don't want you guys to miss it or get confused with the loud music. It's, he's a real God. So what we're going to do, leaders, as you begin to pray for them to be filled, allow the person that you're praying for to go ahead and speak in tongues. We want to encourage you. We don't want to masquerade and be like it's just an emotional thing. God can baptize you. There's a genuine power of the Lord that is not falsified, that we can't make up, but God can fill you. So we, we want to be patient. Don't feel like if you can't get it right now, if you're not feeling it. We want to be patient. We want to pray with you. Amen. Holy Spirit, we just ask right now, oh Lord, that students will be filled with your fire in Jesus' name. Come on. It's a gift. It's a gift. Do you want it or not? That's it. That's it. No more thinking about it. Just let the Lord just surrender. That's what it's going to be. Just surrendering over to the Lord here tonight. Come on, man. Draw me 
Sing it out, pack in me. You draw me gently to my knees and tired. Lost for words, so lost in love. Sweetly broken. One more time at the cross. At the Come on, if you can, from where you're at, just get to your knees for me. Come on, as an attitude of worship, an attitude of praise. Come on, let's just fall to our knees. Sweetly broken. Oh, sing at the cross, at the cross you. Draw you closer. Oh, draw us closer. So lost in love, thy hand sweetly broken. 
holy surrender draw me closer lord draw me to my knees you draw me to my knees and i'll never i'll never i'll never be the same Just take the next minute right now and just tell the Lord what it means for you to come to your knees and to worship Him. Come on. In your own words, what does it mean when He draws you to your knees, when He draws you to Himself? Come on. Oh, that's everything to me. Come on, sometimes you just can't feel, but, but just to thank Him. Come on, that's all right. If you just begin to thank Him, if you just begin to lift Him up at this time. Hallelujah. seconds more. Come on, 30 seconds more. attitude of prayer can you guys do me a favor can you guys make your way back to you see we have something special planned right now for this service
We just want to take this time in. Um, this past Sunday, we had an ordination service where uh, Brother Freeman, a dear brother in the Lord, Pastor Joe, spiritual uh, parents um, who had brought Joe up and the Lord came this past Sunday and they ordained um, some deacons and some elders. And we have two here tonight that we want to um, bless, that we want to show our gratitude. So I'm going to have them call, I'm call them on up. You can play some nice soft music, make it spiritual. Yes. Yes. If I can have uh, Lawrence, please come on up here, and Christina. You guys give him a warm. Come on up. And so we, we want to bless them. We want to, even though they have been serving before you, um, we have a... a, a a discipleship that we have here at the church. We believe God said to go and make disciples. Jesus, God told us this. And so we make it our ambition. We make it our goal here at this church. That's why every day, every Friday, you hear Christina come on up here, connect, mentor, send. It's all about discipleship and that heart of a disciple that God wants to build in every single one of us. And here we have two leaders, two examples that have done it that have gone through the one-on-one, the foundation, the basics of what it means to follow Christ, and then into the two-on-one, the, the kind of stake, the good stuff about the Christian faith, how to defend your faith, how to live for the Lord, how to balance your time. And, and so we want to honor them because this past Sunday they were ordained in the ministry, um, Lawrence as a deacon and Christina as a pastoral elder. And I want to read this to you guys because this is a big deal. We want to pray for them. Amen. As they serve you guys, that's a big deal, okay? So I want to read this in 1 Timothy chapter 3, the qualifications of overseers and deacons. And these are the qualifications that they've met, that they've kept, that they're keeping to serve you guys, amen? So we want to read this before you guys. 1 Timothy 3.1, you can follow with me. It says, here's a trustworthy saying, whoever aspires to be an overseer desires a noble task. Now, the overseer is to be above reproach, faithful to his wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him. He must do so in a worthy manner, full of respect. If anyone does not know how to manage his own family, how can he take care of God's church? He must not be a recent convert or he may be conceited and fall under the same judgment as the devil. He must also have a good reputation with outsiders so that he will not fall into disgrace and into the devil's trap. In the same way, somebody say in the same way. In the same way, deacons are to be worthy of respect, sincere, not indulging in much wine and not pursuing dishonest gain. They must keep hold of the deep truths of their faith with a clear conscience. They must first be tested, and then if there is nothing against them, let them serve as deacons. This is what the word of the Lord says, and I want to present to you, okay, we're going to give them a nice round of applause, okay, but just in a little bit. Lawrence and Christina. Lawrence has been here in the youth ministry now for two years. Two and a half years. And, and he reminded me last week, he's like, Adam, do you remember when I first came into 101? And he knows the story a lot better than I do. But I just remember Lawrence as the guy who was just always posted up chilling. 
you know, always take minding, minding his own business. And here's this young man. He, he grew up in a Christian household. And ladies, he's single. Hello. Um, you know, he's been loving the Lord. And now, going through the one-on-one, being faithful. Coming to the two-on-one and saying, I'm applying myself. I'm going to put myself under leadership to be trained up in the word of God. This young man, how old are you? 17 is our first, first youth to graduate as a deacon. I can tell you I was here at the very first service for Elevate. I was, I was 17 years old. The very first se- service for Elevate we had, I was there. And I didn't graduate and become a deacon until I was 21. He's 17 years old. He is a standard. He is an example of what it means to follow Christ, to be under discipleship. You, Elevate, can look to his example and see what it's like to be faithful, to see what it means to be a disciple. That's what that means. He's an example, but he's younger than you. doesn't matter. He's been faithful in the things that God's called him to be faithful. And in that, there's a testimony. And in that, he's a leader. Christina now, the lovely Christina, she has been serving in this ministry for, for a year now since we moved over, specifically in Diversity Campus. Um, but Christina is a Bible College graduate. These are some of the things you may not know. Christina graduated from Bible College, has a call of God in her life and said, man, I'm going to give it all to you, God. Came, even though graduating from Bible College, went through the 101, okay? Having a knowledge, growing up in a Christian home just like Lawrence, saying, you know, I'm going to do the exact same thing. I'm going to put myself under leadership going through the one-on-one, going through the two-on-one, being ordained as a deacon, being faithful in that, now being presented to you as a pastoral elder, the associate pastor, the assistant youth pastor here at Elevate. I want you guys to do me a favor. Please stand to your feet and just give them a round of applause. Your deacon and your assistant youth pastor. Hallelujah. If, if, if I can just have you guys stand in the middle, and I want everybody to come around them and just lay hands on them. Here is what we're going to do. We're just going to lay hands and bless them. Come on. Come on, bring it in nice and close. Bring it in tight. It's all right. Come on, get in close as possible. Let's go ahead and pray for them, amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you right now for these two wonderful leaders, God, that you have given us. They're, God, they're gifts from you, God, and we bless them. We thank you for their lives. We thank you for their sacrifice of day in, of day out, God, of what it means to serve you, God. I thank you for their lives, God. I pray for strength upon them, God. That, God, they can continue in their ways as they lead the youth group, as they lead future elders and deacons, God, and show them the ways of of your word. Father, I pray for their lives, God, that you would open doors. Father, God, that other people can look to their example, be encouraged. God, I pray that they would be fruitful in all that they do. God, bless them. We thank you for their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on and give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on, give them a hug. Tell them you love them.
Testing works, it works, it works. Let's give it up for Vinny. Thank you, brother, for making a spread for us. Come on. Yeah. We, we appreciate the brother on the keys. Hallelujah. How many of y'all excited to be in the house of the Lord? You know, um, next Friday, guys, uh, I'm really debating, you know, because uh, you know what it is. You know, it's, it's Thanksgiving on Thursday, but really everyone has made it. It, sh it should be a normal Friday, but what is it known as? Black Friday. And everybody talks about the deals, and everybody gets crazy. I mean, you just, I mean, just look up Black Friday on YouTube. You see some of the craziest stuff. People going nuts over trying to get, like, the best deals on TVs, electronics, and every kind of stuff you'd want. But y you know what I mean? It it's really a time for us as, as people to be thankful in the church. We like to capitalize on that. And, you know, I'm going to talk about thanksgiving i'm not talking about food or turkey because that was last week's sermon all right but i want to talk about thankfulness and you know what as a church i think we could do a better job of thanking god you know a lot of the times we're so focused on the negative that many of the times we forget about the good stuff that's that's in our life you know and so many times it's, it's in our attitude of prayer it's like when we go up to pray, it's like, man, God, can you bless me with this? Like, Lord, uh, and then we always have these kind of like natural things that we do. But how many times do we take time and just make prayer about Thanksgiving? Just say, man, God, I'm going to thank you. Like the entire time that I'm praying, I'm not going to think about myself. I'm not going to think anything, but I'm going to give you thanks for who you are. And many of the times, because we don't think about it, what really it requires you is to sacrifice, because sometimes we're just, we think about what's in front of us. We look around and like, this is happening in front of me. So like, God, I got to pray you open doors for me. God, I, pray, I pray for a blessing to come my way in Jesus' name. You know what I mean? And how many times do we just say, God, thank you for being such a good God. Thank you for loving me when <laughs> at my worst. God, thank you for being faithful to me. You've never left me nor forsaken me. Even now, God, thank you that you keep your word. God, thank you for um, being just. God, thank you for showing me grace and peace and love. God, thank you for my family. God, thank you that they're alive. You know, and, and I want to talk about um, three levels of thankfulness that in the Christian, Christian's walk, we should, we should learn to have it. And here's the crazy thing about, like, you can call it the school of thankfulness. You'll never graduate from this school, Okay. Some of y'all be like, oh, dear Lord, that sounds like sixth grade all over again, repeating it, repeating it. You know, you, 
You'll never graduate from the school of thankfulness when it comes to your heart for the Lord. And I want to teach you guys this at an early age because I don't want you guys to be adults and, and just praying like, God, you're not doing enough. God, I don't see your hand. And then have a it's like kind of attitude towards God. Like, God, if, God, you're a good God. Like, what's good? Like, you got to show me you're a good God. Like, you got to be a talk to talk, walk to walk. And, and so many times that happens because we don't understand what it means to be thankful. We need to have a heart of gratitude. Amen. And Thanksgiving is the perfect time where we get to do that. Okay. So I want to talk about it because next Friday is going to be a Friday. And I'm really thinking about, and I'll talk to about Melita, just making it a, a, a fun Friday. Just coming in here, we're going to have some activities, maybe some pie, you know, pumpkin pie because it goes on sale after Thanksgiving. I think it does. <laughs> maybe. You know what I mean? And just going to have some whipped cream and just eat it and maybe put on a movie, relax. So that might be our Friday. But today we're talking about thankfulness. And as we get ready to, you know, do our thing with the family this week. I, I, I really want you guys, you know, I don't give homework. I don't pass out, like, paper and, like, bring this back. And, you know, if the Lord, you know, uh, puts his seal on it, like the Lord does something crazy to your paper, then I know God speaks to you. I, I don't do weird stuff like that, you know what I mean? But I want you guys to think about it like this as homework. Like, when you go home tonight, when you ra- lay your head on your bed, you know, and, and you wake up in the morning throughout this week till I guess to Thanksgiving and even after that. Just prepare your heart and begin to give thanks to God. Okay? Open up your Bibles with me to Psalm 136. Okay? Psalm 136. I'm not going to lie, um, you know, having a, uh, a message on thankfulness, you know, this is something that really convicts my heart. It was one of these messages where it's just like, this is for you, Adam, you know, and uh, it, it's really good, but I, I think it applies for all of us. And I want to read um, Psalm 136, 1 through 3. If you're there, say I'm there. If you're not, say, hold on. You. Okay, okay, here we go. If you don't have it, we have it on the screen for you guys. But Psalm 136, here we go. It's the word of God. I believe God is speaking to us, right? He's speaking to you. Look at your neighbor say, God is speaking to you here tonight. Come on, I'm pointing at everybody. I'm trying to point to everybody. God is speaking to you tonight. And he's using his word. So here it is, Psalm 136, 1 through 3. Okay, here it goes. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. Psalm 136, 1 through 3. There it is. It's coming up for you guys. I'll read it once more if you're there with me. You can read along as they prepare it on the screen. Psalm 136, 1 through 3. It says, Give thanks to the Lord. For he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. You see, the psalmist here is encouraging us to do what? Give thanks. And how many times does he do it? Three times. Reason why the Bible emphasizes itself because it wants to bring across a point to us. You know how when we communicate, sometimes we repeat ourselves because we want to make sure it gets across. 
Sometimes we think the person we're talking to is not listening. So we're like, you're repeating yourself, but I don't know if you hear me. It's like, here's, the, here's what the psalmist is saying. Give thanks to the Lord. Why? For his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. For his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. For his steadfast love endures forever. He's trying to drive a point across to the people and to us here today. I believe that God is speaking to us through this word. That here it is. That we need to have a heart of gratitude. We need to have a heart that gives thanks to God. And the majority of the time, that's not always what comes to our heart. We like to ask God a lot of questions. We like to, and we sometimes we don't give thanks to God. Because sometimes we think that God has to earn it. You know, when we get a raise, when we get a check, we're like, man, thank you, Jesus. You know, that always happens a lot. You know, I work in, in, in a school, and that happens a lot. Like, today's payday. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. And people say that. It, they don't necessarily believe in God, but they're like, thank you, Jesus, because they know, like, hey, that's a blessing from God. Like, God has provided for me. God is doing something for me. And that comes out, thank you, when something happens for us. But it's not always maybe the initial reaction that we have towards God. And you see, therein lies the problem. Therein lies the problem. See, because an attitude of gratitude is going to set the level of your worship, set the level of what God is going to do in your life. If you're waiting for God and saying, God, you're not good enough, you've missed the point of Jesus. Jesus is the greatest gift, the greatest um, thing that God God could ever give to humanity, Jesus Christ. He's given us enough, more than enough. In this life, all you ever need is Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm so serious. And some of you are like, well, well, what about shoes? Well, what about clothes? All I need is Jesus. I'm going to walk outside like, oh, I got Jesus. And, you know, you see, in this life, all you will need is Jesus. You see, the Bible doesn't hesitate to urge us to thank God. If you're a new creation in Christ, the process of thanksgiving should be a continual interest in you. You know, Psalm 136, 1 through 3 records a three-peat command. Give thanks, followed by this echoed overwhelming reason for a steadfast love endures forever. I want to go through and give you three levels of thankfulness that the Christian Okay, we think about the school of thankfulness. You can think about the elementary uh, level, elementary grade. And, and this is where it's at for us, okay, giving thanks to God because God deserves every effort we can make to improve our capacity for thanksgiving. Every effort that you would give, he deserves it. Oh, man, I don't, th- I don't feel like I should get. No, he deserves that, you know. Here it is. Scripture shows us there are three learned lessons and levels of thankfulness for every believer. You never fully graduate from the school of thankfulness, so get it out your minds and be like, I've I've thanked them enough. No, you haven't. (laughs) Hello? You haven't. Here's the basic elementary school of thankfulness. Here it is, the basic. Open up your Bibles with me to Hebrews 13, 15. Hebrews 13, 15. Basic elementary school thankfulness. Hebrews 13, 15. And it says this, Hebrews 13, 15 says, Through him, then let us continually, somebody say continually, 
continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Thanksgiving is a sacrifice, y'all. Y'all catch that? I'll read it again. 1315 says, through him, let us continually, nonstop, right? Continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. Thanksgiving is a sacrifice. Thanksgiving is a sacrifice. You know, you might think, okay, I, I know God deserves thankfulness. I, I know God. I, I know I should be more thankful. You know, and, and first I'll make a list of things that I'm grateful for. And, and I'll make the sacrifice. I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll say thank you. You know, congratulations. That's the elementary grade. That's the elementary level of thankfulness. Because God deserves your praise. God deserves for you to be thankful. And that's a good place to start. You know? Once you've developed a consistent habit of thanksgiving, it's time to graduate to the next level. The high school of thankfulness. Come on now. Look to your name and say, are you ready for the high school of thankfulness? Y'all might be in high school, but this is the next level of thankfulness. Hello? Open up your Bibles with me to Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Open up your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians 5.18. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It says this. It says, in everything, somebody say in everything. Yeah, in everything, what's it say? Be joyful, give thanks. First Thessalonians 5.18 says, in everything, give thanks. In everything. See, this is the next place of thankfulness that our hearts, that our lives should be at. Elementary, sure, it's a sacrifice. God, man, thank you for this. You know, God, thank you for this. The next place, 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, in everything, give thanks. Now, that's a lot harder. <laughs> you know, as, as we go up, you know, it's, it's, you know, we feel like, man, that's, that's going to be hard. Does God really mean in everything? You know, one thing I learned about the Bible and how God speaks to us, like God says exactly what he means. And many of the times, we try to take it and interpret it as something different. Like maybe in everything means in everything in the church. And everything in the church. God, I thank you for, no, in everything, plain and simple. There's no parentheses, there's no asterisk, there's nothing like that says, and everything give thanks. You're making progress in gratitude when you discover there's something to be thankful for in every situation you know the picture your situation might not be the best situation you may find yourself in a dark dark lonely place but there could be something to be thankful for hello you may not like the job that you have but man look god i thank you for health insurance god i thank you for providing for me Man, you know, your family might not live with you, but God, I thank you that they're alive. 
God, I thank you that, God, there's an opportunity that they can be saved. You can always find something to be thankful for. Hello? You may not feel it, but here it is. I want you guys, and the Bible actually encourages us to go, to go after deliberate, selective moments of thanksgiving. Go after it. Be deliberate when you are grateful. It's not like whenever something rolls into your lap, like here's this check, here's this bonus, here's this new relationship, here's this lovely young lady that now goes to your seventh period of class and she's a Christian. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> that was a gift for me. No, no, no. It's just, hello. Go after deliberate, selective gratitude in everything. You know? Finding something to be thankful for in everything is a certainly a step above having random grateful thoughts. You know, let's be honest. It doesn't come easy. I, how many times do we make prayers about just being thankful? You know, take, take a couple of moments. Actually, take a minute right now. And if you have a pen, you can write it down. If you have a phone, make a note of it. Just begin to think of things that you're, you're grateful for. Thank you, Lord, for this. Come on. Take the next minute. I'm going to give you guys a minute. And just think of things that you can be grateful for unto the Lord. What are you grateful for? There's nothing in my life. You're, you're not thinking enough. In every situation. The Bible says in everything. He didn't mean it. He doesn't know my situation. No, he meant it. <laughs> in everything. Give thanks. Go on the next 45 seconds. What can you be grateful for? Come on, 30 more seconds. You know, when you begin to think of things that you're grateful for, I'll tell you what begins to happen. You begin to take your mind off of things that you're necessarily worrying about and begin to realize, you begin to comprehend the blessing, the magnitude of God's steadfast love over your life. You know, in moments when I am, uh, I'm consumed with everything that goes around me, you know, a, a great way for, for me to minimize everything that's kind of going wrong in a moment is finding things I'm thankful for. And I'm telling you, that, that kind of breaks me. It, it literally breaks me because sometimes I have an attitude that's just like, you just don't understand. Like, I, it's, it's pride. It's, 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 really, it's really nasty. And, and when I begin to think of how good God has been to me, when I begin to think of the things that I'm thankful for, I begin to realize of a God, amen, of a God who's blessed me tremendously and how much I've taken for granted, maybe the little things, 
in life. Little things in life. And, and I encourage you guys, in your busy days, take a moment to thank God. We're celebrating Thanksgiving, one of my favorite holidays. I promise you, I probably gained about 10 pounds. Pray for me, okay? That's going to be hard because I don't like looking. I don't like that, but I like eating. And, and you know, so many times we lose kind of the meaning of what's happening in this time. And, you know, we shouldn't owe, it shouldn't take like Thanksgiving for us to be thankful. But now that we're here, let's, let's make that the big thing that's on our heart. Thankfulness. And how does that look like in your life? Why don't you go ahead and, and, and share what God is doing in your life? Why don't you go ahead and invite somebody? Man, God is working on my heart with thankfulness. Hey, listen, Mom, I, I just want to thank you for being such a great mom. You've, you've provided for me. Um, you love me uh, even when I don't clean my room. Um, and, uh, and you make me turkey on Thanksgiving. Thank you, Mom. I love you. You know what I mean? Uh, this and that. Don't, don't, don't take what I'm selling you. But you know... Invite somebody into that place of thanksgiving. Think about somebody that you can talk to, like maybe this week, and be like, man, thank you for this. Thank you. And maybe even up to God, like especially to the Lord, like, God, thank you for this. Like, let's, let's practice that. Let's get in the habit of, like, being thankful. Amen? But here's the thing. You know, once that you kind of get into the, the habit, like, man, you know, I'm, I'm starting to thank God and, and everything, you know, there's a lot more. There's plenty of room for developing a heart of gratitude. There's, there's more room for growth here. In Ephesians 5.20 is our last verse that we're going to be looking at. Open up your Bibles with me to Ephesians 5.20. Ephesians 5.20. Here's what we're going for, not elementary thankfulness, not high school thankfulness. We're going for graduate school thankfulness. And we have some SUM Bible college students that are in Bible college. Listen, there is a, yeah, y'all can clap it up. Come on. The SUMers, like, yeah. Tell me this, the Bible college students, they're giving their lives over to the Lord and saying, God, there's a call of ministry in my life. I want to be trained up. That's what we're going for. Graduate school thankfulness, Ephesians 5.20. If you're there, say I'm there. Here we go. Ephesians 5.20 says, Giving thanks always and for everything to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's read it one more time. Giving thanks always and for everything to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what's happening, no matter how dark the moment God is in control. He can be explicitly trusted. He's working out a purpose beyond what you can see or imagine. Some of you will see it in this life. Some of you will see it in the life to come. Give thanks to God always, always, and for everything. Go for it. Go for it. Then nothing holds you back. Man, in a moment when you're really frustrated, like, oh, I can't believe... Thank you, God, that I have a car. It's okay if the other person don't know how to drive, but God, thank you that I have a car. <laughs> Hello, somebody. If you ever have a car, you know that struggle. The temptation, the struggle is real, y'all. 
Wait till you get a driver's license, insurance, and a car. I promise you, 530 Rose Road, you don't like driving. You're going to be thankful for a lot of things. God, I thank you for a horn. <laughs> Hello, I thank you, God, for a horn. Hallelujah. You know, a loud one. <laughs> Praise God. Go for it, guys. Give thanks to God. You know, I, I want to, I like having this thing. Let's pray our way out of here. You know, we're going to make some time for prayer. And I want you guys to fellowship. And, and specifically, I don't want us to go out just immediately right away. I want you guys to pair up, you know, guys with guys, girls with girls. And, and just share with each other things that you're thankful for, you know. Just tell somebody else, like, man, I, this is what I'm thankful for, you know. Don't hide and be like, I'm thinking of stuff. And, and, and if you are at that place, like it's hard for me to see something I'm thankful for, you haven't really thought enough. And we'll take time and we'll, we'll emphasize this, but we're going to give thanks to God because we serve such a great and mighty God. There's no one like him. Amen. So let's, let's stand to our feet. We're going to pray our way out of here. And after we're done praying, um, I want you guys to pair up one-on-one, and, and I want you to begin to just tell each other, like, man, this is what I'm thankful for. Guys with guys, girls with girls, you know. Hello. So so let's just close our eyes and, and bow our heads, and let's just prepare our hearts, come on, to, to thank God. Hallelujah. God, in this time right now, we honor you and we praise you, Lord. So many times, God, we don't thank you, and, and we're so self-centered, God. We, we don't see things the way you see it, and God, we, we kind of miss the picture. We kind of forget about you. God, in this season of Thanksgiving, in this season where we're reminded to be thankful, God, we, we come back to the source, and we thank you, God, for, for life. Here tonight, God, we thank you for Jesus Christ. We thank you for the cross. It's the foundation of our lives. We, we couldn't do anything else without it. So, God, we ask you that in this time, that, God, that you be lifted up. We don't ask you to do anything more than that, but, God, we just want to thank you. Come on, I just want you guys, in your own words, Come, just begin to offer up your praise and, and your your hearts of gratitude. And this is what I want you to do. As, as for everyone in this place, we can dim the lights here. I just want us to begin to say it out loud. You know, I just want us to begin to break off any kind of fear, any kind of like sense where like God is not good enough to me. You don't understand. I don't think God is good. He might be good to you. I want to break that off of our life, that kind of self-centeredness. And I want us to begin to speak it out. Let's just speak it out. God, I thank you for this. God, I thank you for this. You may be in a dark, you may be in a, a bad moment in your life, but I'm telling you there's something to be thankful for. So come on right now, as, as you begin to find the reasons of why you're thankful, just begin to thank God. Begin to give it back to Him. Like, God, I thank you for this. God, I thank you for my job, even though it's probably not the best job. But God, I thank you that I have one because there's many people right now without a job. God, I thank you for food. God, I thank you for shelter because there's people that are worse without. God, I thank you, God, for our family, even though they're crazy sometimes. God, I thank you that I have one, that they're alive. Come on, you can find things to thank the Lord for. Come on, take the next minute.
Just thank Him, thank Him. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to move into a, a time of uh, a fellowship, but we're going to be thanking God together. So I want you guys to pair up. Go ahead and at this time, grab somebody you can pair up with. Leaders, find someone who doesn't have a partner. Pair up with them. And I want you guys to share the little things, the big things that you're thankful for.
Yo. Yeah. 
gonna pray for you guys right now you guys don't have to feel rushed to leave you guys can stay in sanctuary and fellowship but you know if after we pray you can you know can be dismissed to go fellowship in the lobby but let's just pray together right now lord we are filled with gratitude towards you god for for who you are for your unconditional love for your blessings god that you Really give us, even though we're so undeserving, God. We thank you for your faithfulness to us, God. No matter how many times we stray or fall short, God, you remain. You you continue to pursue us, Lord. You provide in every way. Lord, I thank you for everyone in this room. I thank you for this ministry, for this church, for every leader, for every student, God. I thank you for them, and I ask that you would open up. Um, your, your floodgates, God, so that your blessings would be poured into their lives, God, that they would be living in abundance, not just physically or materialistically, God, but they'd be living in your fullness, God, that you'd give each of these people, God, a bigger cup, God, for your spirit to dwell in, that you would overflow in their lives, God, that as much as they have now, God, that you expand what they have, God, you multiply it, Lord, that... They would have so much to give, God, so much of themselves to invest in others, Lord God. And I just ask for just spiritual blessings, Lord God, to be poured out in their lives, for the gifts of the Spirit to be lavished upon them, Lord God. I ask for unity in this ministry. I ask for your Spirit to be poured out even more so, God. We are hungry for you, Lord. We are filled with gratitude for what you have done in our lives, for what you are doing now and what you will do, Lord, so we claim Stand on your promises, God, for we know you are faithful. We thank you that you are. We love you, Jesus. And we ask this in your name, everybody says, amen, amen. So again, you guys are welcome to stay in fellowship um, in the sanctuary or in the lobby.
I never get tired of believing you. I never get tired of trying to. 